Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says yo. Greetings, Kooplings, and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack. My name is Donnie Reese, and tonight we record episode 120 of the Nintendo Shack podcast, the flagship Nintendo show on the PSVG podcast network. Tonight we're going to talk about the saves in Animal Crossing and the return of the 100, the one wonderful 101. But before we do, please allow me to introduce my co-stars joining me tonight. Jason Lacey, how are you doing, man? Two weeks in a row, baby. That's a record. Two weeks in a row. Write it down. He's serious. Take it to the bank. He's serious, folks. He... Told you, man. I told you. I'm mm. in it. I'm in it to win it. It's interesting because this will be, this will be like your first show, where you discuss things you've already talked about before. Unfortunately, and we'll see how that if week to week, you know, all of a sudden you're gonna be like, yeah, I don't want a podcast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I said when you put up the bat signal. I would come to your your aid. This is true. I, I can't let a friend down. So no, no, I need that's it. That's why I'm here. You know, I'm happy to be here. Great to be here. So that other chuckle you heard inside of the room, a challenger approaches. Mr. Garrett Bland, how are you? Welcome to the Nintendo Shack. Oh, hey, how's it going, guys? It's good to be here. So when 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 Caroline said she was on step away um, and I needed to find a new co-host, I have to admit, I mean, just to keep it 100 transparent with everybody garrett was the first person that came to my mind actually i, I believe that night on the nintendo check i had sent a sean a message and i was like hey sean what about garrett oh my. um i'd seen garrett streaming for quite some time we're always talking on twitter he's always around the circles like he's a part of the community doesn't have a podcast he's been on podcast he's yeah. guest appeared on podcast but mm-hmm. i was mm-hmm. thinking what about what about garrett i think garrett i, I i'm really excited to um to have you here tonight, because I think the the style of games that you play, and in addition mm-hmm. to like how you play them or why you play them, I think complements mine very, very well. Th- Almost, those are all lies. He just wants to talk persona with you. That, that oh, works. Okay. I mean, that helps I can do too. That all day. That, that's what it is. I, but I mean, I, honestly, I think it's it's very Caro ish, right? You know, okay. strat strategy RPG like things yeah. that are not normally my type of things, mm-hmm. with some exceptions. He could pick up on the other end. That's so um, that was my motivation, if you will, to asking if Garrett would be happy to join. And I was pleasantly surprised when he was like, absolutely, I'd love to. I'm all in. Um, you passed all the tests with flying colors. Basically, Garrett said yes to everything all the time. Like every request. <laughs> he was like, it was absolutely yes. Yes. Yep. I'll do that too. It was, I was like, wow, this might get, um, this might be easy. So when you message me uh, on Twitter, that, that really brightened my day when you're like, oh, maybe, you know, things are shaky right now, but would you do like a podcast weekly? And the first thing I thought was like, is Donnie going to make another podcast on PSVG? <laughs> is he going to make the strategy RPG podcast that I've always wanted? And then uh, when you said that that Carol might be not coming in as regularly and, and asked me to be on, uh, you know, trying to you know co-host with the nintendo shag i was like absolutely man i would love to to try this thing out try to try to talk to you guys you guys are super fun to listen to especially um in nintendo shag and then all and now i listen to all the psvg network oh wow. podcasts because there are you're a great bunch and actually a, a trick i've done is listening 1.5 times i can get through yes. 
I you recently know, went to 1.6. Oh, dialing it up step, a little more. Stepping it up. He also has a um, an inherent advantage over anybody else that wants to join. Jason, he already has a shirt. We don't have to get him a I shirt. Do. Like he already has it. It's already there. I want it. It's true. That's it was it. awesome. Patron, patron stuff. Okay, so um, we've got some questions. But sure. before we get to that, let me sure, thank sure, sure. all of our producers that help support the show over at patreon.com slash PSVG. That'd be Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh, the Bonesaw Bourboni returns, Coach Mo, Chris McElfresh, Devin Tyus, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calicote, and our newest arrival, Michael Masick. Thank you so much for supporting ah, us. Ah, Michael. Yeah, yeah. We really, really appreciate it. You guys are making the PSVG house party happen. Okay. I don't want to tease this too much. Don't call mm-hmm. it a comeback. I have some things that I'm working on. <laughs> no, no, I have several no. things that I'm working on, actually. Um, mm-hmm. We are going to start a new podcast. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, like, uh, there's a podcast coming with me and another member of the current, wait, current staffer. Current staffer. Another... Okay, it's okay, going to okay. be Patreon only. I've had some conversation. You guys tell me what you think. And the listeners, I wanted to say this on Shaq first. Um, Listeners, you tell me what you think. I'm not for, I have not made up my mind yet. To be honest with you, I'm thinking, I'm like kind of leaning towards no. We do so much on DLC. Like the original, and it's still there because we never update our tiers and we're terrible at the bookkeeping. If you go into the Patreon, the tiers for DLC is supposed to be $5. So for $5, you get the notes and you get DLC. But when I launched it, we just like, obviously we always want people to listen. So I was like, you know what? If you just support us at all, $1 would do the DLC. That was when DLC was a once a month. You got one show once a month, 12 shows a year. We've like right. quadrupled that output. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. we've got like DLC exclusive audio dropping almost weekly over there. And this new show that's been highly requested publicly in the past would be Patreon exclusive. So I've thought about changing the DLC tier to like $3, like from $1 to $3. So like $1 would be like the thank you, you know, supporting us like tip jar thing. And then for $3, Mm -hmm. you get the extra audio. But at the same time, I also don't want to feel like, you know, there was a time where I just wanted like all the tier, like one tier, like just $1 Mm -hmm. or whatever you want to do. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm like undecided about it to be honest with you. It's just things that I'm talking about. Cause you know, you want to like freshen up, have new things, you know, like announce new things, keep it going. Right. So I don't know. I mean, at the same time, it, you know, I've had this debate in the past too. Like at the same time, you, you don't want to lock content away. Yeah. But at the same time, you want to reward and give something mm-hmm. to the people that support you at the same time. And, and it feel like they're getting a value add for the support that they give. Sure. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I I tend to lead towards the latter now. You know, I there's so much that PSVG has public that comes out on a later basis, and it's not like you're saying you're not like you're you know it's not like you're making people pay three dollars to get access to a Discord. Which I said when we started, I would you know, never do that. I'm yeah. never going to make anybody. So pay I think there's a, there, I mean, this is there's an effort and there's a product here. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it's outra- outrageous or unreasonable. I'm gonna keep thinking about. It. You know, here's the other thing. I also don't like want to mess it up. I don't want to like create a new tier and then break it and then the audio doesn't work and I got to move the feed. Like that's a part of it too. Cause I haven't messed with this in like two years. I basically set it and left it alone. I haven't touched it. Mm. So I don't know. 
So from a perspective of like a patron to you guys, um, I'm at the one dollar uh, tier a month right yeah. now, and I'm actually on that with a lot of Patreon groups. And really, the only reason I'm putting in a dollar a month to either you guys or the rest of the groups is I just want to show my support. Exactly. It's not like a financial like obligation for me to put a dollar a month in. It's not that like it's not bad at all. <laughs> I spend way more stuff on games and other things right. during the week. Um, increasing that $1 to $3 to see how much value that extra content is, I think it would be okay. Like if you said PSVG DLC, um, well, well, if you if you really want to listen to it, let's go to $3 a month. And I know there's some strategies like if you get in the first time or like anytime, you get all the extra DLC that comes along with it. So yeah. you can get a lot extra content if you pay like $3 a month for like one month, maybe. And then you can go back down if you really think um, mm. you're not financially like, you know, uh, obligated to do that. Or you know, like that. I had a long conversation with Kevin about this and I think we, we basically kind of ended um, just leaving it alone, you know, because it's like, I don't want anybody to feel like I'm changing the game on them. But mm -hmm. because a lot of our patrons listen to the show, Guys, let, let me know what you think in the Battle Pass, because I got to tell you, I'm going to be, like, again, transparent, fully upfront. I think a lot of this feeling is thinking of the house party. Um, and maybe we just hold off until at least after the house party, because, like, maybe we do the house party, maybe nobody watches, and it's like a colossal flop, and we're like, we're never going to do that again. But if it's, if, it's, if it's what we hope it is, and it's really, really fun, and it's awesome, like... Eventually, then we have to have the conversation. It's like I can't, I can't put up a thousand fifteen hundred dollars every year to do it. So mm -hmm. we have to raise more money, you know. So it's like, how do we do that? Like three bucks isn't gonna get us there, <laughs> you know? Right. So right, like right. that's that's the kind of thing that I'm thinking about. So like, anyway, long story short, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Nobody fret. Like I'm not making any changes anytime soon. I think we're gonna stay where we are. But yeah, there's a new show coming, and an old show is like being revamped. Like I've got things going on. And there's like a fa there's a Fast and OT? the Furious show coming. Mm -hmm. Like like there's things happening. So if you if you haven't um, checked us out over there at Patreon, give us give us give us a try it for a, for a month. Give us a buck. Try mm -hmm. it. You might really really like it. We just dropped DLC. Got a lot of good feedback on the recent episode of DLC. People call it the best ever. Their favorite one. So yeah. Uh, other housekeeping and order of business. Cart night. PSVG Shack drunk cart night returns. Friday, February 21st, you are guaranteed to play with at least myself and Jason Lacey as we sip a few drinks, race around the carts, race around the tracks, throw some turtle shells. Um, we'll announce the room and all that. We'll be in the voice chat in the Discord. Um, we haven't done one in quite a while. It's been like six or eight months since the last time we played Kart Night. So um, I don't remember the last time I played Mario Kart. It's been a long time. It has been a while. Have you guys played Burio Kart at all? What? Yeah, so so beer cart, get this. You have to finish a beer while you uh, do a race in Mario Kart. The only rule is you have to put your controller down in order to drink the beer. So you're either going oh. or you're either drinking. I don't and do man, beer. Mm -hmm. You can do a mixed drink, whatever you need, <laughs> whatever you want, man. I like just the idea of doing shots around this, but I just don't think like this. <laughs> The stream is not going to last very long. We're going to be on <laughs> like an hour. You need to, you need to save that long. for the house party. There we go. Oh, Jason. Very, very good. We're going to have to find that <laughs> and fit that on the schedule. We're, we're doing this. Um, okay. So you're our first candidate for, for Shaq chair. We mm -hmm. have questions for you. 
uh, from the community that's posted here. So the first question comes in, what is your history with Nintendo? For example, what console did you start with? Did Nintendo ever fall out of favor with you? What makes you love Nintendo today? Well, that's a loaded question. But yeah, very appropriate question for a Nintendo podcast. Um, So yeah, first, uh, I think the faintest memory I've had with Nintendo is actually like four or five years old going over to my grandmother's place and actually turning on the SNES and playing Super Mario World. Uh, so I've, uh, and I remember looking at the screen, I'm like, what is this? And then my grandma was like, do you want to play with me? And ever since then, that bond between me and my grandmother really started my Nintendo interest. And throughout the SNES days, I played, you know, Super Mario World, uh, Link to the Past, the Donkey Kong countries, all of it. Uh, that was that. That's how I got super into the main consoles, and sure. then uh, the handhelds. Uh, I started off with, of course, the Game Boy Color. Actually, uh, my I remember. Uh, I think it was my birthday, and my father just gave me a yellow version and poke and uh, Game Boy Color, and I was like, "Go for it!" And since then, I think Pokemon is probably the favorite uh nintendo franchise uh i am still obsessed with it very much oh man uh so i started out with those two consoles um, donnie says sold sold <laughs> there, in. there you go <laughs> <laughs> i got into uh nintendo 64 uh i and mainly i played games that actually were with friends so Star Fox 64 mario kart uh, i did not play as much single player adventure games I actually never got Super Mario 64. I played at other friends' place. And I actually remember Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I didn't have it, but I remember going to other friends' place and being in awe with it. I don't know why I never got it, but uh, at that time, I did not play much single-player games. My parents always wanted me to share. So whenever friends come over, and since I'm the only child too, I love interacting with other people when they came over. So I played a lot of multiplayer games. Uh, Super Smash Brothers is a, a favorite of mine as well. Uh, GameCube is very similar as well. Uh, and Wii. I, I really got off, actually, uh, the late Wii and Wii U uh, for the main consoles. I did not get a Wii U uh, at all. And and that was a mix of I had an Xbox. Um, yeah. I had my handheld. I had my DS, my 3DS. Uh, I was I was golden. I was good to go. Wii U. I know there were some games that tempted me, but financially, it was just like it's not possible for me. Right you now. and many, 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 many others. Thousands, exactly. apparently, thousands of people have yeah. always wanted a Wii U, and we just didn't know. Yeah, so we'll get to that here <laughs> Actually, in a minute. To the tune of what one point four million? Yeah, dollars. yeah. Apparently, they want to raise yeah. millions of dollars to play the Wii U library. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> um, so, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no! Uh, just from there, I. Got, I love my 3DS so much, and then, of course, Nintendo Switch. I got my Switch, Switch Lite. I am a full Nintendo fan, back into it now. Uh, I, I think I'm a relapsed Nintendo fan, sure. <laughs> as you could say. <laughs> okay, Kevin asks, why the hell would you want to subject yourself to this? Um, Kevin, <laughs> I think I enjoy pain. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, man, I always uh, wanted to try out a podcast. You know, I know I've guest starred in others, but... You know, this opportunity coming up like this and at a time that I could do it is is very, um, very nice. So I was like, let me slam and open that door and let me talk to you guys and see how this goes. Yeah, I want to do this. (laughs) So that's pretty much it. 
Okay, we've got a lot of news. Boy, do we have a lot of news. I'm scrolling the page, so I'm going to try to get through this somewhat quickly. Um, So let's jump into it this week in Nintendo. First out of the gate, the Outer Worlds on Switch has been delayed, but it's Mm -hmm. now coming to cartridges. The delay is cited for the new influenza virus strain that is apparently delaying everything. It's delaying consoles that are coming out of China and everything. So, you know, please be patient. Please understand. I'm actually excited that it's coming to cartridges. Um I always thought it was, it's a, it's always, I understand why folks do it, but it's a weird sell to be like, hey, buy our box, but there's nothing in it. Absolutely. You know, PC yeah. games have done that for a while too. Um, and it's just, it's just weird to buy a case. Yeah. You know, I, uh... it's, it's odd. And I say this, I mean, I'm, I'm primarily like digital. Like I usually buy digital. Yeah. And if I was going to buy this, well, I'm not going to buy this game. I have Game Pass, but if I mm-hmm. was going to buy this game, I would just buy it digitally. Um, but at the same time, I understand that there's always people out there that, that want the pox. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if they could bring it to cartridges, I'm glad that they are. Yeah. I have 11 physical games and that even blows my mind because that seems like a lot. Hmm. Yeah. I, I have a little bit more only because games are still cheaper for me physically sometimes. Yeah. That does. So, that helps. Yeah. And I, I still have gamers club unlocked. I'm, I'm pre-ordering a lot of still Nintendo games from Best Buy. So nice. physical. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's okay. I still have to get a case. Gotta write but- it out. Yeah, digital is so nice now. It's yeah. just yeah. like, you know, you pop it in and yep. you're good. Preload, you like, it's there, it's ready to yeah. go. Yeah. Like, my exactly. big thing is like how the ease of access, like, you know, for Smash, I knew that was a game I was going to be playing all the time. So I didn't mm-hmm. want to swap a cartridge out. Same thing yeah. now with Animal Crossing. I know I'm going to want to be able to just hop into that for as much as I want for a quick, you know, whatever upkeep on the my town, my campsite, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Being digital, hop in, hop out. I don't want to sit there and swap a ton of cartridges. The unless only... the flavor, unless the flavor is improved, is I haven't it... tasted a which cartridge in a while. <laughs> <laughs> the only advantages that I think physical have right now, um, obviously, you can resell, so they hold some physical value. Right. Yeah. Um, but the only advantage they have to digital is that if you have more than one Switch systems, you can swap games and carts and like let kids mm. play, and then storage. Mm. Right. Like yeah. if you're really, really light on storage, buying carts will alleviate some of it, not a lot of it, but some of it, mm-hmm. you know, because it still mm-hmm. plays from the from the cartridge. Sure. OK, um, let's get into the big news. I'm calling I'm calling this episode Save Gate Animal Crossing because that's what this <laughs> that's what this is about. All right. So here's the deal. We have known that Animal Crossing was a one island per console for a while. We've also right. known since what E3 that. Like cloud saves are not allowed. Like we've known that we've we've expected it, and that's not uncommon or new. There's a hand. There's a handful. There's like two dozen games that don't do cloud saves. Splatoon two, mm-hmm. um, Pokemon. You know, like they don't do cloud saves, and it sucks because we pay for it. Like I, I'm going to say that right now. It sucks because we pay yeah. for it. But at the same time, like when they announced it, I was like, okay, fine. It doesn't do cloud saves, but you could still save your game. And I was actually telling Caroline now that I have multiple switches. In the mm-hmm. house, and I imagine a lot of people are about to have multiple switches with this new Animal Crossing switch that's coming out as well. Mm-hmm. I've been swapping save files between Pokemon constantly because I can send it locally, console mm-hmm. to console. I can take my save from my light, send it to mine, play it on the TV, send it back to the light. You know, it's it's a manual process, but it takes thirty seconds. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's there. It's something you could sure. do if you wanted. We have learned that that is not even going to be possible. All right. So this comes off of a save card in Germany, which has been translated and put on Reset Era. Quote, 
The transfer of user and save data between consoles is not supported by this software. And then they talk about how you can only have the, the one thing. Okay. Um, this is really weird because it's a little vague. People still don't understand mm-hmm. what it means. It appears that it means mm-hmm. that you can't, you can't, like I couldn't send my save from my console to a different console. Right. I've also seen it reported on Nintendo Life that even if you did a system transfer, a full system transfer to a new console, that your Animal Crossing save would still be lost, which I can't believe. I'm like, obviously, I, I, I'm sitting there thinking, like, surely mm-hmm. that can't be true. Because, like, I think of the 3DS, like, you're literally lifting all of the data off of one console right. and putting it on another one. But that seems to be the case. And this all seems to 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 swirl around the way that they've made this game. They want you to share this world with your family, your friends, whoever else is playing, you know, on your console. Like, that's the whole thing. One island, multiple profiles. So they're almost like shoehorning in some sort of co-op. Which I can kind of appreciate because I think, like, if if they do something well, like, we won't know until we play the game. But maybe there's, like, some hook to this that we go, oh, this makes it so much better, right? So I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. At the same time, though, <laughs> this is terrible. Like, in, in 2020, this is bad. And we've got to stop, right. like, making excuses and letting them off the hook, especially, like I said, so before, we didn't pay for this. So I was like, hey, right. what can you ask for? Now... It's like, no, 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 no. I'm giving you $20 a year and a big bullet part on your offering for this is cloud saves. And now you're telling me I can't even move anything? Yeah. What this kind of comes back to for me, too, is I remember in Diablo 2 on PC, you could access your character files. And, you do, you know, you duplicate items. You could make a backup of your character. You could dupe and trade and hack the file and do all this stuff. And it's like we are that concerned about players jeopardizing the core experience of animal crossing and getting an advantage to something that, I mean, there's no, there's no competitive gameplay here. It's just, I got my dress before you got yours and my house Mm -hmm. has an upstairs before yours does like, who cares? Yes. Really? Who cares? So we're going to jeopardize an overall core player experience, a quality of life experience for this a cute audience that wants to put all of this work into that, you know, it's like, yeah. if, if you're going to put that much time and effort into spamming the game, just play the game, mm-hmm. <laughs> just play the game <laughs> instead. Don't do that. Exactly. Um, okay. So the internet obviously was upset about this and um, they started reaching out and Vooks dot net reached out and they actually got a, a rebuttal, a response from mm-hmm. Nintendo. And here, here's what they said. This game does not support Nintendo switch online cloud saves but we're currently looking into a customized method for backing up save data that will be specific to this game in the event your Nintendo Switch is damaged or lost. This function will be limited to Nintendo Switch Online. The timing and implementation is undecided and will be announced as soon as it's finalized. (laughs) (laughs) I just love your facial expression. (laughs) Here's the thing about this this crazy. The system system transfer that I'm talking about, like with Pokemon Splatoon 2, Mm-hmm. It's not a game feature. It's a system UI feature. They're going right. to overwrite that to make sure that you don't get bells too fast or whatever. And then they're going to program this whole custom process. Like, I bet they're going to require you to, like, pop out your SD card, put it on your computer, save it. You know, like, they're going to do something mm-hmm. like that. Watch. Watch. It's going to be bad. I 
See, I also switch games all the time, right? Because my dock switch now is my streaming machine. Exactly. I'm streaming my games while docked, and that's the only reason why I play games on my dock switch. And then when I want to play for myself, I put it over to my Switch Live. It's beautiful. It has a grip. It's the Pokemon version, and I'm good to go. And it's a nice, small, crisp screen. And now they're telling me I can only put one island on Switch. I'm like, well, I'm compromising here. I'm going to put on my Switch Lite. I can't stream it anymore because I, 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 I can't. Isn't this sad that can't. like we have to pick and choose, or you just have to play two islands? You just have two saves. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I and nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to re <laughs> yeah. go and redo all the tree same trees every day. You know, like this is bad. Mm-hmm. Like it's not end of the world. They're doomed bad, but I, I mean, like <laughs> yeah. this is bad. This is bad customer service at the very best. Like the, that's well, if you're a Nintendo peasant like me and only own <laughs> one Switch, <laughs> this is <laughs> we'll see how this goes. I think. But then once, think about it: if you can't yeah. system transfer, Jason, if there was a Switch Pro next year, what are you going to do? Buy the Pro and say screw it and just start restart over. it all over. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Go. Yeah, I mean, you would think I'm, they keep launching all these themed consoles, and it's like, if anybody is a diehard Animal Crossing fan, they're like, yeah, we're going to give you no reason to ever buy another one. Pretty much. That's so. bad. Yeah. That's I, bad. I don't know. I At least, there, we there, to take a positive from it all, at least there's the wheels are in motion a little bit, because before we've had this firm stance of nothing, and now at least there's a fail-safe to try to save face a little bit, not to say mm-hmm. that we're going to have this, you know, miraculous turn sometime between now and March, but I wonder when they're going to crack and actually just going to let us transfer switches. I wonder if it's, it could be an update or anything like that, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Carol, let me know that my, my scroller at the bottom was the same from the weight screen. So I just took it down. <laughs> she she has been cursing you in the chat quite profusely. <laughs> she decided if to she, leave. If she's not if she's not googling over Garrett, she's she's cursing. I could see that Brian sorry. and Garrett share some striking uh, yeah. similarities. There, there's there's a there's a theme there. Oh hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm yeah. gonna stop you right there, Donnie. So this is weird. <laughs> Um, and we will see what this weird customized pro I can't like, I'm just, I, I'm not, here's the thing. I really want to like, just let go and be like, you know, what really grinds my gears and kill this? Because <laughs> like, if this was, if this was Xbox, no, no, there's a better conversation for you to grind your gears about. That's up. true. If there was, if this was Xbox or something, I'd be really mad. And like the internet would be mad, but because mm. it's Nintendo, like there's people like, like, I'm happy they're giving us something. But, yep. like, to be honest with you, we should really, like, almost demand better than this at this point. Yes. This is no, bad. It, no, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, go back to Sean's stance ever since the, the whole cloud saves things. You know, why is this? You know, anybody else, we would yeah. be like, this yep. is outrageous. But Nintendo, we're homers, and we're like, well, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> exactly. Sakurai. <laughs> Spot on. You know. I'm going to have to pick one, too, and I, I think I'm going to go the opposite route because I want to play it on the TV. I want the option to play it on the TV, which means I'm yeah. not going to play it yeah, as much. Because yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. if it was on the light, I would play it so much more because I'm not going to stop carrying my light around. That's the best way to play. It's just oh. so weird to feel I have to compromise with with this game. And it's not like it's it's so unique compared to other games. And I'm just like, wait, why is this one thing just has to be an issue? Yeah. Uh, Okay. Um, 
Platinum Games has went to Kickstarter to fund the <laughs> resurrection of the wonderful 101 uh, on Nintendo Switch and other platforms. Now, this has already been who funded. Knew? Who knew? But I'm still going to talk about the, the goals. All right, so $50,000 got the thing over to Switch, and it hit that in like five minutes. $250,000 brought it to PC via Steam, and it hit that in like an hour. $500,000, they plan to release a PS4 version that was like four hours. They've already went over a million. It keeps going. They're going to add... A 2D side scroller to the game. They're gonna give out statues that you've got to paint yourself. Like it's it's everything. <laughs> um, I shared some thoughts that I had about this on Twitter, and I got to tell you, I took it from all directions. People, and I need to apparently. I tried to find those drive. tweets. I couldn't find them because you mentioned it, and I tried to find the conversations. And I could not find them. Oh, people were not happy with me at all. Like I have I don't think I've ever done anything that has upset people as much as me saying anything negative towards platinum. Um and I don't even think I was saying negative. Here's the thing. I'm going to share the thoughts. I'm not upset about it. I never was upset about it. So like if anybody was following me on Twitter was like, "I'm going to listen to Donnie and get angry." Like it's fine. I'm I'm okay with it. But before I share my thoughts, I just want to say for the final time that I am a huge fan of platinum games. I have been for a very long time. I have yes. Mad World yes. on Wii. I paid $60 for it when it released. Like, I'm a big fan. So I'm really happy for Platinum Games. I have some issues with the approach and the method to the madness. First sure. most, I feel like if it wasn't Platinum, any other company that took millions of dollars from Tencent and then said, because like they took millions of dollars from Tencent to self-publish. Like that's the reason why they have capital investment. Mm-hmm. They've admitted to it. Like when they took the money, they're like, we took this money so we could self-publish our own games. And then they go to Kickstarter and they're like, well, we want to take your money so we can self-publish this game and future games. It's like, well, then why did I thought Tencent just paid you for that? And 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 before I can I can feel Carol hitting the cap lock. Before you get in there, <laughs> they said in the Kickstarter, like they they address it. They're like, well, we didn't want to use that money. How convenient is that? <laughs> well, like, we don't want to use the millions from this pot. We want our own pot. We want a different pot to use the money from. And I'm just like, if this was Blizzard. Oh God. <laughs> right? Like if this was anybody if this was Ubisoft. Like anybody else, I don't necessarily think what, people what if, would be. What if EA went to Kickstarter? Oh my man! <laughs> so look, I'm not saying it's right or wrong or good or bad. I'm just saying, like, I feel like it should be said. Like somebody should say it. But um, mm-hmm. as as we mentioned, the the other thing is there is this momentous fandom for all things Switch to do anything on Switch at all. Like I think you could you could kickstart Pong on Switch right now and it would raise oh, millions because everybody just wants to show their Nintendo Switch support and make YouTube videos about it and funny gifts about it and arts and emojis and all the things. The other part of this that is somewhat I don't even know the right word. It's not concerning because I really don't care. I'm not going to buy the game. I'm just a little let down that this is the game to do it. I played the Wonderful 101. I paid $60 for it when it came out on Wii U. And let me tell you this. There's one thing that grinds my gears a little. If any of these 25,000 other people had bought the game the first time, maybe the Wii U suffered a different fate. Because that's the number one thing that we hear is, oh, well, it's stuck on this terrible console. 
And it's like, well, I mean, Platinum could have always put it on PC or anything else. Like, that's, you know. And it, it's worth mentioning they have Nintendo's blessing for this. Um, But here's the thing. I'm just not really enamored with this game. The whole thing boils down to that. Like, right? Anything that I say is all based in the root. Donnie just thinks the Wonderful 101 is a good average game. It's like a launch game. And I know it came a, week, a year after Wii U, but I played it before the Wii U was even out. And mm-hmm. like it's it's just good. This is not so, Platinum's yeah. best no. best effort. I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. I so also- from looking at gameplay, because um, I've never played Wonderful One Hundred and One, uh, it looks like just an okay game. And some people say it has wonky controls. And I'm like, I rather you know play other Platinum games than bringing this over to Switch. Now I think from Platinum's perspective, it's like, hey, this is an easy pick to just grab and get fans' attention. It is. And it's like. W- why not have a secure financial like arm with it with let's say Kickstarter. And I mean, you know, the game has been finished because they're releasing it April, 2020. That's their delivery yep. for this. I, I don't know if it's for all the versions, but at least for switch, it's I would say exactly. So right. this $50,000 goal in this whole bringing out in April is just complete. Like it's, it's a ploy. It's a tactic. And I think it's taking advantage of Kickstarter. I actually well. love that you said that because I the, the mm-hmm. one I think the one thing that I said that got people riled up is I called it a stunt. I also mm-hmm. I like look and to be fair, it's an absolutely successful stunt. Like they crushed it. Right. Good for you, I mean, Platinum. Yes. But it is a stunt. It's just a marketing stunt. By going to mm-hmm. Kickstarter, what they're doing is they're getting they're ri- they're riling up the diehard fa- mm-hmm. Nintendo fans, and then they're all telling everybody else to go support it, right? That's what they're doing. It's just they're getting the tweets. It's it, They're making yeah, it go viral exactly. by using Kickstarter because it's it, different. It made, yeah. And it made me pay attention, and I wouldn't pay attention if they just released it, and you know, as much, I would say. Yeah. So No, I think you're right. If they had just said, hey, the Wonderful 101 drops in April, we'd have been like, oh, okay. But because they went to Kickstarter, see what happened. Right. Like, I think there's a big part of that. And again, hats off to them. It worked. I'm not saying it's bad. Hats off to them. It worked. I don't necessarily think I like the idea of that becoming a trend, which is a an extreme yeah. thing to say, because I don't think it's going to become a trend. But it could. Right, right. If another person right. comes out and does this, like, what if, well, you know, what's a sub Capcom be like, hey, we want to do Code Veronica, but we're not going to do it unless we guarantee ourselves 100 pre-orders. Kickstarter, go do it. Like, is that really what we want? I don't necessarily because it's like the whole idea of Kickstarter is to make something happen that couldn't happen. This is obviously right. very it was happening regardless. Like, exactly. This was happening yes. anyway. It was happening yes. with or without Kickstarter. Like, like yes. listen, listen here. It cost a lot of money to make video games. Way more than fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Like, don't think your your forty dollar exactly. contribution made it happen. It didn't. It was happening anyway. What it did is make all the headlines and all the buzz about it and brought more people to it. So, hey, look, good for them. Good for them that they're going to bring this game. I am just a little – there's a part of it that's like, where is all this enthusiasm coming from? It does feel like a bandwagon thing to have jumped on the Wonderful 101. Like, why why this mm-hmm. game? And I I think it's because of Bayo and, like, the, the core – like, the pull that Nintendo has pulled Bayo kind of into – you know, first party. So now Nintendo fans want to support it. And I get that. But it's like, why don't we have the same fervor 
to bring Vanquish to Switch, which is releasing next week on mm-hmm. PlayStation and Xbox, or the the anniversary edition of Bayonetta. We still have the 360 version of Bayonetta. Like, why can't we get the new version of Bayonetta on Switch? Why is anybody asking for that? Where's Mad World? Like, there's a lot of games. Here's another thing, Shaq listeners, because again, I'm a Platinum fan. Astral Chain is mm-hmm. 10 times the game the wonderful 101 ever wanted to be. They're not even close. Um, the controls were clunky, Garrett. I've talked about this for a while. Yeah. Like, and that was the big, that was like a lot of, any. it's not that people didn't like the game. I actually think the game reviewed pretty well. Had a lot of eights and nines. Yeah. Uh, I just mm-hmm. didn't agree with it. I think it's like a six or seven if I had to put a number it's, on it. It's the power of the gamepad. That's like, that was the whole thing. It like, was. What can and, we do uh, with the gamepad? It was a and... launch game. Like that's exactly, it was like Zombie U. It just showcased this new way to play. And I've said this before. You could play without the gamepad, and I expect that's what this is going to be. You're still going right. to have to do those little drawing things, and that's not yeah. going to be yeah. that's not good. I guess it would be with a joystick instead You're of like, be the joystick. Screen. I think yeah. it might yeah. be worse. Um, <laughs> it would be a little worse if you did that. I've always said that if they just turned it into a platinum game and they just let you, if they just, instead of having to draw it, you could just make the gun by pressing a button and make the sword by pressing the right. button and make the hand by pressing a button, that would actually get me to replay it because I think that would be a much better game. Um, but ultimately I just want to, uh, the last thing I wanted to say is, you know, like the, all the things coming out today is like, we're targeting 1080p 60. It's like, that's not really a target. That should be the expectations. Mm-hmm. This game, uh, I think it's a very beautiful game. I love the little comic cartoony look, right. simple yeah. textures, flat stuff. Right. Like this is not, this is a very, I mean, I don't want to demean any work. Video games are hard, but when you're talking about ports, this has got to be like the lowest bottom barrel effort mm-hmm. here. Like this you would is not think anything ported from the Wii U should be a home run on anything else. Yeah, especially something like this. You know, it's not like Deus Ex or Assassin's Creed where yeah. you've got to like cut it down and file size right. is an issue. Like this is, yeah, like they should crush this. So anyway, happy for Platinum. I'm happy for mm-hmm. all of you new Nintendo Switch owners. Johnny come lately's that want to jump on the wonderful 101 bandwagon. I hope that you all score it nine out of nine, nine out of 10. Like I hope you all hold to this fervor and you all love it to death because man, more people back this project than ever played the game. And that's insane. <laughs> it's like nobody played this game. It, it, it historically sold bad. I, rem- I said, I was there when the Wii U that first week, they were writing headlines left and right. They're like, this game only moved 80 copies in Germany, sold 5,000 copies worldwide. Wow. Like it was beyond yeah. bad. I didn't even pay for it. I, I got it through a game trading site. I, I, I paid in I paid in gold <laughs> coins for it, and then I traded it in when I got my Switch. So to see it like now, oh, it's 30,000 people apparently loved it the whole time. It's like, so you just didn't play it? You've loved it forever, but you just never played it? You just you were like, nope, I can't do it? Here's the thing. I, I think they're getting like everyone that's just like me. Like I'm paying attention to it, attention to it right now, and once it's released, I'm gonna look at reviews. I'm gonna look at gameplay and see if I want to get it or not because I never got a Wii U and I never paid attention to. I really never paid attention to Wonderful 101. I and did. I think that's what a lot of this is. I mean, yeah, I I, I sympathize with that. I get it. Like I do mm-hmm. get it. People are acting like Donnie. You don't even know what I I got that a lot. Donnie, you mm-hmm. act like you don't even know what the Wii U. I'm like one. Let me let's get this damn straight. Don't ever say that to me ever. <laughs> You know, it's like I've bought, I've bought more Wii U's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've sold more Wii U's than Nintendo has. All right, so mm, like, let's back up. I was about to. I was muting. I was blocking. Like, I was throwing all kinds of buttons out because I was like, "Listen here, this is ridiculous. I don't have to listen." Donnie to this. used mute. It was very effective. Oh man, it was something. <laughs> anyway, 
long story short, I'm happy for Platinum. I'm happy for you guys getting the game. I'm not particularly excited about the game, but it's coming, and that's another thing. Like, you know, we've got a... We really don't know what's happening after Animal Crossing, so there you go. Got another one to think about. I'm more excited about the teaser Three side. more projects. 4.platinumgames.com. They have three more projects remaining, and we don't know what they are. So they could be Switch-related. They could not be Switch-related. I don't know what they are. Um, I want to say one of them would have to be with Dragon Scale, right? But then they scale. came out. Scale. Or, scale I'm sorry, bound. Scale Bound. Scale Bound. Think of the yeah. Dragons. Um, but then they came out and said that we couldn't do it without Xbox approval, and it doesn't sound like Xbox right. going to do it. Like, they've been really mum on it. So Yeah, like, it's a was, Microsoft IP, and they pulled it out. They can't go back to it, I think. So I don't know what those well. other three projects could be, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. I don't know what they are. It, it could be a Nier. Star possibly. Fox Zero. Yeah, Nier. Oh, Why are we excited about Nier? Why aren't we kickstarting that? I'm, ex- I'm excited about Nier, but, like, Kickstart it's a well-renowned. that to Switch. <laughs> Not the wonderful 101. We're using the bullets wrong. <laughs> These aren't the droids you're looking for. Like I, just, I feel like all of this energy is misplaced. The bullets wrong. <laughs> it's like we can. Oh man, it's like we can use all of this fan attention in a better way than mm-hmm. the wonderful 101. <sighs> Near would be Transformers better. Devastation. Really? I mean, that wasn't a bad game. Actually, it was pretty good. But yeah, it's a license. New IP. New IP would be good. Would I would love to see the return of Mad World, to be honest with you. I really would. Mm. Now, I know a lot of people wouldn't, actually. So, like, what do they get? Like, 30,000 people buy one over 101? They're going to kickstart Mad World and be like me and seven other people. And we're going to be like, yes, $7 Mad World! on Kickstarter. <laughs> uh. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, that's that's the other news story. Um, let's see here. Boy, it's going to be a long show. Uh, <laughs> Sabi, the infamous leaker at this point, cease and desist, mm-hmm. all the stuff, Paper Mario, all of that. Um has dropped another rumor stating that Breath of the Wild 2 is taking longer than anticipated is now 2021. I've been saying that all year. Teases yeah. another major title for holiday this year release, stating that it, quote, has tires. So mm. the question begs to ask, new Mario Kart? Star Fox Kart Racer? Let's go. <sighs> Grand Prix. <laughs> I wanted that rumor to be so true. That would have been cool. Would have been cool. Mm-hmm. I know... I- does it make sense? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. The problem you have, I think, with Mario Kart 8 and obviously with uh, Smash Ultimate, it's like the pinnacle of those franchises. And it's like, how do you how do you improve on when you've hit the apex? Where do you go from there? Bigger, better, you know? more. Yeah. And I, I think, don't think I don't think to counterpoint, I don't think Mario Kart 8 is Smash Ultimate. I think no. there's a lot of room no. for Mario Kart 8 to be ultimate. They could do Mario Kart Ultimate, and I think we would all sign up to rebuy Mario Kart again. If they oh, brought I mean, back like yeah. all kinds of courses and everything, yeah. You can just give me a Mario Kart 9 that's very not that much better than Mario Kart 8, and I would still buy it. That's true. Because yeah, it's, it's Mario Kart, yeah. you know. And you see how much it's selling, because like, it's selling like Game it's still selling. Like, we, yeah, yes, it's like crazy. Yeah, it's huge. So it makes sense for them to release it. I think mm-hmm. some people would be a little upset, but I, uh, my thing is like I'm I'm not tired of it. It's just I've been playing as a Wii U owner. I have been playing Mario <laughs> Kart Eight for years, and at this yeah. point, I am ready for something new. Now, all these people that just bought Wonderful One One One, I bet they're going to be like, "Wait a minute! I just bought Mario Kart." It's like, well, yeah. you know, it's like a five year old game at this point. Psych! It's Diddy Kong Racing remastered. That's what you get. I would be oh, down for that. That would so be much. wonderful. You, <laughs> I'd be so happy. <laughs> 
Give me on that airplane. Let yes. That's that's uh, what I've been saying about the Star Fox Grand Prix thing is if it was Diddy Kong racing with Star mm. Fox and you could fly and boat. And, uh, uh, like it'd be an so open good. World, but then you just go to races. Oh, man. That would be so good. Yeah. It'd be so, so, so good. good. So good. Why, why tires? That's so random. That's just trying yeah, to I mean, tease. It's just trying to I mean, tease. Them. Watch it be like a good? tank game or something. That's what I'm thinking. It's like, tank? Yeah. <laughs> Excite bike. Hey, like since one, one, apparently since all the Switch owners just want to bring back Wii U games, what about Tank, Tank, Tank? Tanks, Tanks, Tanks. Do you remember that one? No. Oh, no? No. You know, no. <laughs> that game was fun. I'm just saying. No. It was fun. It was fun. No. Okay. <laughs> the second rumor that we had was, uh, this comes from Zippo, also the Paper Mario 2D Metroid stuff. Um, he said this about, was it about earlier in the week, a week ago, last week, Friday? I feel like it's an old rumor at this point. Yeah. Um, he said there's two directs in February. That's that's what he said. Um, so we don't know. If, if you say that every month, you're going to be right. You'd be right. Hey, yeah. What was it? Broken clocks wrong or right at least two times a day? That's yep. right. So there you go. So uh, he mentioned that it would be like one focus on Animal Crossing and another one. I mean, hey, I I'm think down. It, yeah. I that think it's sense. safe to say we're going to have an Animal Crossing direct at some point. They've yeah. done it with every... Mm-hmm. Everything we had, like, what a Fire Emblem Direct, we had a Pokemon Direct, like, all mm-hmm. the major releases got their own. We had own. six Smash Directs, that's true. Yeah, yeah, Wonderful. we're gonna get Animal Crossing Direct and be like, here's how to shovel, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, here's how to fish. Like, it's gonna be yeah. like 28 minutes yes. of stuff we yes. already know. And mm-hmm. Garo is going to type paragraphs of caps, yes, <laughs> paragraphs of caps. Okay, um, I'm just gonna skip this one, doesn't matter. Nintendo isn't worried about the PS5 and Xbox Series X because they say that their good. stuff doesn't overcross. Yes. The big part of this is that they said that Switch is halfway through its life cycle and that they looking they're looking to extend it. With a Switch Pro. With a Switch Pro, of course. Like, the yeah, Switch they're gonna come Pro, yeah. up with another thing. But it's interesting. So if you're thinking about it now, so we, you know, he said that this this life cycle for the Switch should be a little longer than normal. So the question, like, when I heard that, I was like, he's specifically referring to Wii U. Because the Wii had a pretty long mm-hmm. life cycle, and so did 3DS. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, I don't know if this, I, I don't, do you expect Switch to outlast, like, 3DS? Do you think we're going to have the Switch for, like, a decade? I don't think it's going to outlast the 3DS. The 3DS, they milk that thing. And I love every bit of it. I, I think they just want to get as much out of the Switch family as, as they can, because they know they got something really good here. They yeah. got something that can keep the fans. And, you know, a Switch Pro version, sure. Let's have a docked 4K output if possible. And, you know, maybe some other port of PS5, Xbox Series. Here's the thing. When they do the Switch Pro, then they're going to yeah. do a Lite Pro. And then, you know, like another mm-hmm. Lite and then a 2DS <laughs> Pro. Like, they'll just keep, you know. They're going to have a DSi next to it. And it's going to be yeah. a transformer. Yeah, you can just keep. Exactly. So, I mean, I think if they keep, like, the family of devices, they can right. go 10 15 mm-hmm. years if they just keep making better switches. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. like a phone. You know, it's I fine. mean, exactly. So. Fire Emblem Three Houses DLC got detailed. All right. So, unit customization limited, classes are locked, skill levels are also fixed. The difficulty is said to be higher than the main game, which mm-hmm. is due to many tricks in the maps, plus not being able to customize all of your units so it's basically scenario based like here's you and your team you and your team have weaknesses go figure it out um returning characters will have new outfits so you got that looking forward to it um it's interesting so i'm gonna get the dlc comes out what next week i think the 13th 
So I'm going to play the DLC. It has me actually thinking of maybe canceling my pre-order for Mystery Dungeon, um, which is early March. Not because I don't want to play it, because I do, but I'm Mm -hmm. starting to wonder, like, how much I can actually play it. You know, and, like, instead of just pre-ordering everything and it's sitting on the shelf, like, maybe Mm -hmm. canceling Mystery Dungeon, playing this, some indie games, to get me to Animal Crossing and Doom, and whenever I start to tire off of those, which probably, you know, April, then... Mm-hmm. Then picking up Mystery Dungeon. Then maybe I can get 20, 30 bucks off of it. Maybe. Probably not. Mm-hmm. It's a Pokemon game, but maybe. That sounds like my type of, of strategy, though. I like more scenario-based type of games. Um, Fire Emblem Three Houses, I've been enjoying it so far. As I'm, I'm guilty. I still not have finished my playthrough. I'm 76 hours in or something like that. Yeah. I am about done. I just think... The difference from this game, from previous games, is that I just I waste so much time on the social skills. And I was like, I'd rather just go into it and play the game than, than doing a lot of the bonding and everything. So the DLC being scenario-based and more tactics-like, that's that's more down my alley. And and actually, I, I'll probably be down to motivate me to finish it and then go to the DLC. There you go. I'm a little, I don't want to say concerned, but just I went a little bit and they're like, difficulty's higher than the main game. Because that final mm-hmm. chapter is a monster like that final oh, i can't wait a beast i'm like playing that, hard classic so i can't wait i almost quit until that last mission. like that one really oh, put goodness. me on edge i was like i'm just gonna mm-hmm. quit i'm just gonna watch it on youtube that's the downside with a lot of tactics games it's always the last level it's the boss that that's on the last level that makes you just struggle it was so tough. much it was tough i was i, I think mm-hmm. i told caroline when i played it i was like it's probably like one of my like I'm really proud that I beat it. I'm like, hey, I beat this. <laughs> like, yeah. That's that's how I felt about it. Um, all right. So let's see here. We're fifty minutes into we still have questions and everything. So Jason, let me ask Ooh. you, man, what you up to? I am up to okay, so I finished nineteen eighty X or nineteen yeah, nineteen eighty X, which I talked about last week. Much shorter than I ever anticipated. Um but I It was like an hour? I, it's like an hour. The game is literally an hour. It's ten bucks. One hour of actual gameplay. I don't think it should that should dissuade people because it is I don't know, it's like it's not so much a game as it's like an experience, I guess. And not that like not like it's a, a graphical, you know, novel game that you're experiencing, but I mean there is gameplay there, but it's just like there's like a story there. And, and for me, I think it just hits that nostalgia button of, you know, I was born in eighty three, so I grew up in the eighties and I had the experience of going to arcades in the 80s and the early 90s. And so it, it kind of, and watching the, the movies, the coming-of-age films from the 80s, which I, like I talked about last week, it just hits all and, and, and preys on my consumerism nostalgia, and that's how it that's how it gets me. And it was just a fun, fun little thing to play through. And sometimes it's kind of nice to have those quick palate cleanser games that aren't a slog, aren't this huge journey that you can just get through experience and move on. And, you know, maybe since it is that short, it might actually be a game I actually go back and play again. I don't know. But, I mean, if it's on sale, I would definitely recommend picking it up. I mean, a lot of people are going to be turned off at that $10 for one hour of gameplay. But mm-hmm. if you're like me and you grew up playing OutRun, playing your beat-em-ups in the arcades, playing all these these genres that it, that it represents, and you like Synthwave, it hits. It checks all those boxes. So, I I would still recommend it. Donnie, I don't know if I'm feeling Cyanide or Wild Hearts. I mean, I, I, I would just, expect that. I love the game, but it's you know hashtag Donnie game. I thought it was going to be more like of your rhythm input based game, and not so much here collect the things while you're going through the stage, 
and you know accuracy of movement yeah. i just i wasn't like i do like the music and i like the visuals i like the way it's um it's a beautiful disp- displayed yes it's it's mm-hmm. it looks great it sounds great and i definitely have fun with it like for me i can't just play a stage i have to get gold ranking that's right. on every stage yeah. so i'm um, i'm replaying every time oh, that's it's tough really frustrating it, yeah it's really frustrating when you are in one of those longer sections and then you screw up and then you got to start all over yeah, again. You got to, so, you got to find the hidden thing behind the tree. And if you miss it, yes, yeah, no, I'm exactly. with you. Yeah. It's, it's difficult. And, and, and if you crash or something like that, forget about it. You're done. Wash, rinse, repeat. So that's the dilemma. It's like, how much do I want to subject myself to repeated sessions as I play it? Um, I mean, I, 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 I want to play it in VR. Like, Ooh, that'd be sweet. That's that's that every time I think about this game now. Now that I have Oculus, I'm like, that's what I want. Cyanide Rod Hearts should be a VR experience, and it'd be amazing if you could yeah, like awesome. move, you know, like in yes. space. Oh, yes. it'd be so good. But now, I mean, I I, I understand why you'd say that because it it is you know I think a lot of reviews said that right. It's not really a game; it's an experience. Yeah, you know, like you do some interactive stuff, but there are complete sections of the thing where it runs itself. Like if you're not, it's like Gree in the way. If you're not enamored with the visuals, then it's just not going to, yeah. you're not going to get much out of it. I have to say, I do like, you know, that sequence where it introduces the, I'm going to, I reckon to refer to them as the pink ladies. Yeah. As they're, you know, where it's like, and you're like chasing them down. Then they're like throwing fireballs at you. You're punching them. You get knocked off your bike. You're flying through the air. And then you're back on the bike. Like that sequence, it, it's nice because it, it chops up the experience and you've got all these different things going on. And it, it has, it asks more of you in that, um, session whereas just collect the stars and you better get that hidden one otherwise you're not going to get the score so i'm definitely going to keep going through it but it it moved down my queue um because i'm focused right now on cuphead that's what i'm playing right now that's what i'm trying to get through and then i'll go and then i'll go back to (laughs) as garrett i'm sure would like to hear i'm gonna go back to war groove probably after i finish finish cuphead so so cuphead though my god that you like I, I played it on Xbox One uh, mm-hmm. for a little bit, and I, I stopped for whatever reason. I think it's I think I just got like frustrated, right? I hit a, it's just a block. Xbox. In it. You didn't like playing. You didn't like booting <laughs> up the Xbox. Like I get it. I mean, it's it's. I, I felt dirty doing it. Okay, <laughs> I just felt wrong. Okay, um, it's like when you go to play Stadia, you're just like, oh, <laughs> stuttering <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I have to say though, I've played this probably what eighty percent handheld. And um, it was an adjustment when I put it actually docked the other night after Flexipose and I was playing it. I'm like, there's certain games, you know, you get used to that small screen. And then when it's mm-hmm. bigger, it's harder to play. I don't know. It's it's really weird. It took me a while to get adjusted to mm-hmm. moving on the large screen. Um, man, it's the game I love to hate sometimes. Um, I hate the run and gun levels. I absolutely despise those. I much love the boss encounters, but those running gun stages just frustrate me to no extent. Um, I'm really, I'm on what I'm in aisle three right now. And I think I'm a, I think I've got like three bosses left. So I'm almost done with the aisle three. I'm almost moving on to the, the final area, but I just, I forgot in my time away from it, just like how charming that game is and just how much character it oozes and style. And it's just, it's just a fun game to play. Um, I'm just looking forward to conquering it. It just feels it. It's a great game. I mean, it's at this point, it's an old game. I mean, it's been it's out on for, my short list <laughs> for 
gosh, years now. I made it right? to the second aisle and like Hollow Knight, I was like, nope. Yeah, that's a break I mean, controller. I mean, yeah, I definitely was like, Donnie would like to play this struggle. game, but I know at the same time, I'm like, he's not going to play this game because I mean, there's not some stuff. It. It's like, it's what tough. it asks of it's you, it's tough. like, what the hell, mm. you know? And I, I just think of it when I'm like, when I need I'm an invincibility cheater, like a co-op, like where my partner can revive me and then I can keep playing. Yes, that's what I need I, to play. I feel like Studio MR was basically when they built this game. They, like in Mario Maker, they went through and said, okay, the player's going to move here, so we're purposely going to have this enemy's bullet go right yeah. here. And it's just so many times when you're playing, you're like, son of a... Mm. And then you just have to stop. <laughs> you just have to stop. But it also has that hook where I'm like, I will sit there and replay the same stage over and over and over and over and over until I beat you it. You've like got that? that. Yeah, so that's Jason. <laughs> I don't that think is I Jason. <laughs> like When he gets hit with a challenge, he's like... I'm not even leaving. Yeah. This happens <laughs> now. Yeah. And it's not like I like it. It's just I'll do it. It's like the same thing I'll do in Smash Brothers when I'll play someone that's better than me and just mm-hmm. will destroy me. I will just keep rematching. Like the worst keep thing rematch. you could do to Jason is beat him yeah. really badly at Smash and then just quit. Just turn yes. it off. Oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you don't get a chance to learn. Absolutely. I, and I'm I'm the exact opposite. I, I died for Soul Master like 12 times. I'm like, this is it. I'm done. Like, this is where this game and I part mm-hmm. ways. I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah. And I'm going to go like, play Gree and Cyanide Wild Hearts and like, see it pretty like, colors. It's like if you lose a hit point in the first 10 seconds of a stage, you might as well just restart now. Yeah. Because it's just it's just going to end badly. I think it's like tough. when I I think I made it to that first, I think in was it in the, the second aisle, you get to that pool. Yeah. And it tells you how many times you die. I think I had 88 deaths by the time I even got to this, you know, the second oh, aisle. It's just, it's insane. It makes Celeste look like, you know, tameable. It's like, oh, Celeste is cute. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing, the nice thing about Celeste, though, you get back into the action that much quicker. That's true. Cuphead, the loading yeah, really is a little fast. bit longer, so that's the one downside. You don't get quite that instant yeah. replay, but it's still so much fun. So, um, I'm playing. I'm still playing Resident Evil Six, and um, nice. nothing's really changed. I'm actually quite enjoying the game. Now that I'm a little further into it, I now understand why I think uh, fans of the Resident Evil series were not happy with it. Um, some of the puzzling in it is a little tedious, a little weird. Um, some of like just the back and forth and back and forth. There's a lot of that in there. I don't think I remember Resident Evil 6 at all. Playing Resident Evil 2 this year, like really taught me or not taught me, reminded me of how little patience and time I have as an adult player, as opposed to when I was 13 and I sat in my uh, mm. you know house all summer long. And I had all the time in the world to go find the crank, to get the key, to open the vault, to get the map, to get the button, to get the battery, to change the thing, to, to open the door. Oh, and the I, good old days. I hate those things oh, now. Man. Like, And I was yeah. playing Resident Evil 2, and I was like, man, this game is amazing. It's beautiful and it's gorgeous and it's awesome. And I don't want to play it. Like, I'm so yeah. tired of running across this hallway and around this corner over and right. over and over yeah. again. Um, so, like, that part of Resident Evil 6, um, I, I could live without. But I got to tell you. It's not. I feel like I'm I'm losing my Resident Evil fan card as I say it. Like I'm enjoying the action. Like and I I'm happy that it's going and I could use a little bit more of it. And uh, now that I've played like some old stuff with some of the new stuff, like yeah, like let me shoot, beat up things more, run around and find files and and pendants and charms less. That would be more fun. Does that make you feel so much more refreshed though in the direction they've taken the series now since? I think place. so because I mean I finished Resident Evil Seven and while I didn't like I didn't love Resident Evil like I wasn't like over the moon but I was really good mm-hmm. like I really enjoyed playing Resident Evil Seven um, but I think Resident Evil Seven is like the scariest of the bunch you know it's like Resident Evil Two is scary because I was twelve 
Like Resident right. Evil Two right. is not scary anymore. And I'm and I'm actually concerned because Resident Evil Three, by the way, and anybody's not listened to our other shows, Resident Evil Three is my favorite Resident Evil. I don't know why. I know it's a, like a weird thing that nobody says. Whatever reason, when I first played Resident Evil Three, I clicked with Nemesis so much. I think it was because of like that he was like that slasher killer guy who was basically constantly sure. haunting you, and I love that about the game. It's like, this is fantastic. Um, but I, I had to tell you, I'm a little concerned. Not that the games are going to be great because I think it's going to be amazing. Plus, it's got that co-op mode. I think it's going to be super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that like my memory. I have not played Resident Evil Three in some 15, 20 years, maybe. Like, I'm afraid that my memory of what that is and the fun time that I had this summer that I played it is going to be ruined when I get back into it. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know, it's just, oh, yeah. It looks like yeah. they did a really good job with Resident Evil 2, though. Oh, it's great. And so with the th- Resident Evil 3 coming out, it's just like they're just following suit. It's sure. like, all right, let's just make a good game that follows kind of the foundation of the old one, but, you know, make it like perfected in a sense for, for the new generation. So I'm joining Resident Evil 6, um, but really what I'm playing, Jason Garrett, is uh, mm-hmm. my hacked 3DS. Oh, I've been playing gosh. my 3DS for a while. So the listeners of the show, they know that I've hacked my Wii U for some time. And I, I always post mm-hmm. all these screen grabs of me playing GameCube games on Wii U like a boss. Um, I hacked my 3DS. Same guy. scolding you again. My same guy. He same was like, guy. I can do it for you. And it's like 80 bucks. I sent it to him. He sent it back to me. All kinds of stuff on it. Stuff I didn't even know existed. Stuff I never knew. Like I, There's a Spider-Man game on 3DS that I never played where it's like set in the future. Like in twenty one hundred eighty or whatever, what? and Spider Man looks ridiculous. Twenty one ninety, uh, what, uh, twenty ninety nine, something like that. That's what, that's what you, the comic was. You hop but... back and forth like through time, and it, like it's nuts, and it's like not great, but at the same time, it's not awful. I was like, this is weird. Uh, Spider Man Edge of Time. Yeah, is that the game? Um, <laughs> the 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 I'll I'll admit to it since I there's apparently there's thousands of people that buy these games every year, but I don't know any of them. I admit to, I played Sinran Kagura because. It's, oh, I, I would never buy that game. Like I yeah. would never. Like I'm not going to pay money for that game. I think you like get on a list or something if you buy a copy of that game. Uh, and they're expensive <laughs> to, to get here. <laughs> they are. Um, but I totally played it and having fun. It's a beat 'em up. I like those types of games. So I was like, this is this is kind of neat. I'm just playing all kinds of weird stuff. Playing like this Diablo game called like Road to Ruin or something. Hmm. I booted that up for an hour and just dude, I'm just messing around. Just and I played Pro Evo Soccer. But just, what else are you playing? Come on. Oh, I, Mar- I yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, oh, I totally Golf. booted up Mario Golf. Um, Superstars, <laughs> now I have Mario Sports Superstars. Went and played all the match play through that. Um, already beat it with Yoshi and Mario. I want to start working my way through the other characters and stuff like that to open up all the courses. But yeah, I was playing that too. I was playing the golf while I was watching the Super Bowl. I was playing the golf. So, But nice. it's really, really cool. I, I love that now I have this awesome 3DS. It's crazy. I'll show it on the on stream, actually, because you might actually okay, appreciate this. It has a 400 gigabyte card, and the way that they do it is it's like a cartridge hack. Look at this, Jason. Oh wow! Oh wow! You put the card, the card, like the SD card in a cartridge. You put the cartridge into the thing, and that's how it plays. That's insane. Very so really really cool. So um, did your saves all go away or no? Like no, nope. it's oh, all okay. there, and I can. And the accounts I can go on the eShop. I can. Pokemon Bank. Transfer po- oh my got God. all the Pokemons, got all the Zeldas. I got them all in a nice little row in a line. And the Discord, I posted a video of me just hitting the scroll button. Mm-hmm. And it just goes for like 12 seconds. It's just like... <laughs> it's just ridiculous. 
<laughs> it's insane. I got way too many things. I don't ever even like see them all. I don't um, think I can ever do that. I already have enough games on 3DS. Like, oh, it's true. Like so, the 3DS is about to be like retired, right? So it's just gonna, yeah. like it's just going to go in the drawer and it's just going to sit there. So yeah. like that was the only reason. Like I would never like hack my Switch while I'm actually playing it. But mm-hmm. years after the Switch is done and it's gone and everything, I totally will. Like, if there's a way no, to do like, it, totally will. Yeah, yeah, put put stuff on it, <laughs> file it away forever. I don't have to keep tons and tons of boxes and all that. It's convenient. It's fun. I just think mm-hmm. it's I think it's neat that you can even do this type of stuff. And then the last thing that I played, the thing that I'm most excited to talk about, is I played the demo for Persona 5 Strikers. Yes. And, uh, I downloaded it over there on the, Jap- the Japanese eShop. And... Um, Jason, Persona 5 Strikers, man, right there behind No More Heroes, like most anticipated. I am so excited to play this game. It's so good. And I, uh, man, you know, shout out to the Nintendo dads. They're, mm-hmm. They have like apps on their phones and stuff that they're trying to, they're trying to translate what it is they're while they're trans- playing. No, okay. I wasn't doing that at all. I just press the button. <laughs> no, so. me neither. Yeah, the <laughs> only thing that I wanted, through. I just wanted to see like, what it looked like like how does it run because i'm i'm basically going like if it runs and looks like trash on switch i'm gonna get on playstation 4 so i wanted to see what it was like it doesn't it runs and looks beautiful it's it looks great there's so much persona 5 in this game that even i didn't anticipate when it dropped me into the alleys and into the city and the subway and these are areas that you visit in in persona 5 and you can walk around and talk to people and get stuff so like it's like Persona 5, the game, I mean, it's not because it has a totally different story, but it's like the game, mm-hmm. the gameplay, everything sure. is there except instead of the RPG turn-based dungeon crawling, right. it's hack and slash beat em up. That's the only difference. It's like, but everything else is there. The relationship's there, the infinity stuff's there, the, the sim stuff, all that's there. And instead of doing the RPG stuff, you smash buttons. I made all these big things explode. I, I did all the special attacks. I jumped off street lamps. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is this is the Persona game that I've always wanted. And this is why I told Luke Lure three years ago, if there was ever a Warriors yeah. game that I would want, this would be it. And it's, it's it. it. And I'm going to buy this game so hard. Like any <laughs> any collection, anything. Give me all that, the editions, yes, all the thing. Exactly. Whatever it is, it, it's being bought. Like this is T. Lu 2 levels of purchasing power. Like, they were going to come up with some ridiculous, like, here's a mask and a chest and a soundtrack. I'm like, yep, need all that. I need all the extra stuff. <laughs> Stickers, tote bags, whatever yeah. you want to do. Give me all the things. Very, very, very excited. Donnie, I'm going to be, like, real with you here. I'm, I'm not a huge Musou uh, fan. Like, I remember playing Dynasty Warriors, and it's just like, I don't like this combat. It's so hack and slashy. I played this demo. I'm like, oh my goodness, so this is Persona 5.2. This is literally a sequel story, I think. I really think it is. It is. And so they're, they're going to borrow the end of Persona 5, yeah. bring it over here. And I'm like, this is this is Persona 5.2 with some Muso, you know, mechanics. But really, it has a lot of Persona 5 flavor in that combat as well. You got skills. You got weak to, to creatures. You're jumping up on lampposts and doing sneak attacks. It's... Uh, it's it's everything that I kind of actually wanted. It's uh, way better than like game. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, you know, like right. that. It's it's way more complex than that. So if you played Fire Emblem, if you played Fire Emblem Warriors, and you're like, I already know what that mm-hmm. is. It's not. It's more than that. Like they've really right. gone out of their way with this one. It's real yeah. good. It's real good. The animation, all the like, all the animation, the cool menus, um, the music is all there. 
Like, I can't mm-hmm. tell you the, the smile that I had from ear to ear when I booted it up. <laughs> and I went through the opening intro, and I was just like, damn. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is so good. It's everything I've wanted. I had serious chills. And I'm like, I remember playing Persona 5 now. I am going to play the Royal so hard in March. And then I will play this game. It's going to be amazing. I hope, I hope people buy it. You know, like the Warrior yeah. stuff has never really like taken off here. Hyrule Warriors, I think, is the the top, at least on Nintendo stuff in, in the in the West. But Fire Emblem Warriors, I know, did not do that well. I think mm-hmm. a couple hundred thousand sold that. I think they were hoping for more, considering how well Fire Emblem has started doing in this market. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Persona sells well here on PlayStation, but this, you know, this isn't on PlayStation. There will be, but this right. one isn't. So I'm interested to see how Nintendo fans um, come out for this one, how they yeah. show support. But uh, yeah. I, I think Switch. I mean, it's weird because like. There are very few things that don't sell better on Switch. Like everything, everything you put on Switch is like, oh yeah, yeah, this is the best platform for our game. You know, like there's a ten-year-old PC games on Switch, and like we've sold more Switch copies than we ever did on PC for the last decade. You know, like it's it's crazy. So maybe mm-hmm. it does gangbusters. I don't know, but I'm very very excited about it. But I'm I'm hogging the mic. I'm talking too long. Garrett, what are you <laughs> up to? So I have been playing Nino Cooney. The first one on Switch. Yeah. Uh, so I got it uh, around Christmas. I'm still going at it. It is a long JRPG, uh, but I am just chugging along. I'm having a really good time. Have you guys ever played Nino Kuni? No. At all? Nope. Okay. Nope. So uh, it's it's a traditional JRPG. It has some action time mechanics, though. Yeah. Uh, you got like you know your your family of say creatures. They're kind of like Pokemon, but it's your like your party of creatures. You kind of pick one. And you go through and do real-time uh, kind of active battle uh, against them. And it's really fun because you then you can uh, switch between creatures to, depending on if you want to defend, attack, or if you're weak or strong against another creature. Um, there's a lot of different layers and systems going on with the game. Uh, so I've been enjoying that a lot. The story's really good. Uh, the music, oh my goodness, the music is fantastic. It is by the Tokyo Symphony orchestra and they do an amazing job uh with it so been chugging along with that uh and then i've also been playing Thronebreaker, breaker uh, witcher uh story yeah. yeah yeah so this is uh very different than any kind of witcher game it is a spinoff of a spinoff <laughs> <laughs> so it's coming from actually the story of the gwent card game that that came out on pc and it is a narrative-based game where you control the, the, the Meave, the queen of Rivia and Lyria, whatever. And you're going throughout your territory, going on adventures with your party. Uh, basically, you're going to struggle against any other clans or, or factions. Uh, and then you raise resources. The view is like it's stories, narrative style, like a storybook, yeah. kind of children's playbook yeah. style, an orthogonal view. And the combat is Gwent. But it's a okay. it's a little bit more variation of Gwent, uh, and Gwent is is a card game. It's kind of like Magic or or anything like that, where you take turn by turn, and you actually play one card at a time to get the most uh, get the most points on your side, and you win. And there's a lot of different rules uh, to it. Uh, I've been two hours into it, and let me tell you, the the card game is there. It has a lot of different mechanics uh, to it. Um, I'm struggling myself, and I have to play a game maybe. Uh, I don't know four or five tries to even like get through a game. Sometimes, oh wow, um, it's a pl- it's a it's another computer and you go turn by turn. Sometimes, you're you have to defeat an enemy in one round, and it's a fixed scenario. So they have like three or four Ooh. cards in the field, and you have fixed cards 
on your deck in your hand and there's a specific way to get through it and that's how you win the game is the so, story that's being told like the original story retold or is it completely separate completely separate mm. it is nothing to do with Geralt I think Geralt visits into this region or whatever but you are just this queen or whatever I I I think you make decisions along the way I haven't made too much decisions but those decisions do have consequences I wish listed so, this game earlier today and uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna unwishlist it now. So yeah. thanks. Yeah, can you save you save me from, from? I was like, oh, I'm gonna give this a try. I'm like maybe it'll be like you know a a, a more convenient way to to get the story of of Witcher. Now you're done. I'm like, no, never mind. No. I'll just watch. It's the more show. it's more lore based okay. than anything, but it's a completely separate story. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So that's the two big games I've been playing. I bit and and then I played the Persona Strikers uh, demo which is amazing. It's really I, amazing. I can't wait for that game. Yeah, I've so. never created a different account. It wasn't that hard. Um, yeah. I've never created another easy. account, but if you're out there and you're at all interested, it's a free demo. It'll take you five minutes. You go online, go to the eShop, create a Japanese account, put in your your, your name. You can get a link like on Twitter, go to Wario thing, just click the link, translate, Google Translate, hit download demo, and it'll mm-hmm. download to your Switch, and you don't even have to play on that profile. You can play on a different profile. <laughs> you know, like you play on your own profile, just play it. And uh, I mean, it's a demo, it's free. So if you're interested at all, give it a try. Take a little elbow grease, but it's worth it. It's really worth it. Man, it looks so good. Can't wait to see what, like, so Chris, uh, Super Nintendo, he, yes, he yes, sent yes, us a yes. picture of what it looked like docked. So compare the two. And it definitely cleans mm-hmm. up. Like it's a little yeah. smoother. It's not as edgy. But right. at the same time, when you're pulling the picture from like the light or, or portable, and then you share it, you're sharing like this blown up picture. Yeah. You know, it's not the same. So I'm playing it on the light. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, crisp, you know, smaller screen. And it looks fantastic. I'm like, oh, man, it's it looks so good. It's got all the colors. It's very vibrant. Like, it looks really, really good. I feel like that's always the trend with my Switch Lite. Like, with Nino Kuni, I put it on my Switch Lite. It's so crisp. It's like the PS4 version. It looks And better. then I put it on docked, and I'm like, this is a PS3 port. That's what, <laughs> clearly what it is. I was like, of course I'm going to play on my Switch Lite. Get those headphones in and just play. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you know, Donnie, what the, the specs are for docked versus handhelds? I didn't look it What's up. Been? To be honest with you. Just curious. Oh. I don't. I didn't even look. I didn't even care. This is how so in I was already. I was like, yeah, don't care. Just I want to play the game. So download the game, play it. But I mean, I think sure. I like, I, I'd imagine it's like 720p, then 1080, maybe 900. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But it looks really good. Sure. It really does. Good. It's, yeah. Hey, that's all that matters. It looks better because of the style. Obviously, I mean, I mean, I don't know of any. I don't know anybody that's ever been like, I hate the style of Persona games. <laughs> right, Persona right. Five style is like just utterly beautiful. I love everything about it. Um, so I guess if you're not into it, but like because of the style, I think it looks way better than like Hyrule Warriors, for mm-hmm. example. Jason, mm-hmm. you run around the street and everything with the lights and neon and, and the menus and the overlays. Like, there's just more <laughs> substance there. Yeah, it's like, versus it's, right. yeah. fields. Exactly. I played More it fields. with just like yeah. grass flat texture, like an N64 game, yeah. you know, like, yeah, none yeah. of that's in there. It's better than that. Yeah. So. I played a docked, uh, the Persona uh, 5 demo, the Strikers demo. It looks very close to Persona 5 on PS4. It's just wow. a slightly just smaller resolution. I can sure. tell there's a little bit more edges and jags, but it's there. It's it's really there. So I'm I'm very happy with that. Man, really, really good. All right, let's get into some questions now. Jason, we had eight questions. I've removed four of them. Oh. Um, so we will only do three. So we won't like, this show won't be two hours long. So let's I just mean, do these first yeah. three. 
<laughs> that's that's probably a good idea. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. So, as Donnie said, let's get into our chat questions direct from you. Coming on, let's go. What Nintendo franchises could make the jump to the silver screen? This was submitted to us by Sean. I mean, I'm going to go with the obvious, and, and, and it was already you know talked about on social media and on the web. Star Fox. Hmm. And you can look at the uh, what was it the uh, animated uh, the video animated, thing that they had. That's yeah, like that. That is your that that's your. I'd be your down for that. Right I'd there. be down for mm-hmm. Star Fox anime. I would watch a full feature on <laughs> that animated style, or give me uh, give me give me live action with puppets. That'd be amazing. <laughs> there we go. I didn't think about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> be a comedy. <laughs> I mean, go. You take Satire. those puppets from like the uh, Nintendo, the Super Nintendo, like box art. Be perfect. Wow. For me, maybe not for real people, but for me, it'd be perfect. Chris is in the chat. Sorry, I'm gonna say hate him. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think that's probably my answer too. Um, I think, like, as cool as like Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze looks, like in cutscenes and stuff, I could go for like a Donkey Kong cartoon. Like, I think it'd be mm. a lot, a lot of fun. Mm. Or any sort of like, you know, I guess Mario's like overdone and overplayed. And I know everybody wants live action mm. Zelda. I don't think I want live action Zelda. I don't think Zelda, no. like, it doesn't, not with Link. Yeah. Just because, you know, you, you have that disconnect of him being that silent protagonist. I don't think, you, we, look what happened when we had him voiced. Excuse me, princess. You know, yeah, I, just, right. I just, uh, I just, I think someone's going to get uh, lost there of the character. So you'd have to have somebody completely. Like, what would they do? A kid gets transported into the land of Hyrule, and he must help save the kingdom. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right it, in the middle of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. It's Henry Cavill. Yeah. <laughs> Henry Cavill is Link. Wow. That'd be great. It's just all the that'd sword fighters wonderful. just keeps coming back. Actually, I guess he there would be go. like, he'd be Lonk at that point, maybe. Lonk. <laughs> Yeah, it would have to be like a Zelda tale, but not yeah, Link right. and Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna just go with the easy cartoon answer. Yeah, like funny, comically Saturday morning cartoon Donkey Kong. There you go. Be down for that. There was a Donkey Kong wasn't there a Donkey Kong movie? There was a couple of movies I saw with There's Donkey Jake Kong. And as- Rush when we need him. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It it was it was pretty bad writing, but I remember. <laughs> I mean, if any of their movies are to be believed, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Garrett? Yes. Uh, I think, you know, I think like a Fire Emblem, but like maybe more anime, like just a Fire Emblem anime. Yeah, I mean, no, that's, that's so I good. didn't even think just about that, classic- but that's, I'd be down for that. Yeah, yeah, and like I, I wouldn't like uh like all these separate games and generations are completely separate characters. Just give me an arc of like from like just the characters from you know original all the way to the end, kinda like, you know, Dragon Ball Z or like Persona Hunter, Five the animation. Persona five the animation, man. Yeah, yeah. no. That no, would that's be a better answer than my answer. I'm down for that. <laughs> what like, about if we do I'm gonna sorry, no, it popped no in there, puppets. So no fireball puppets, okay. <laughs> completely different franchise, Creed three. Punch out. Hmm. Was it like all first person, like that, like that over the top action movie? No, we just get we get Michael B. Jordan in there, and you get Sylvester Stallone, and it's just Punch Out. Hmm. It's just dumb. It's just a dumb idea. I just wanted to say it. <laughs> Fire Emblem was a better idea. Fire Emblem was much better. <laughs> we approve. <laughs> uh, all right, what's our next question? 
Uh, next question. With no Pro coming in 2020, mm-hmm. are any of you now thinking of getting one of the new consoles? Which one and why? Oh, yeah. Definitely getting the Series X. It's already mm-hmm. been um, afforded. I have a, 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 a coffee jar of money over here to set aside for this Series X that I'm getting. And uh, the only thing I'll say, I mean, obviously, I, I, I love the Xbox. Why so I'm on our Xbox show, the Xbox Empire. Special guest this month, by the way. Look, look forward to that. Is it, is it Phil Spencer? It's not Phil Spencer. Oh. He knows Phil Spencer. Oh. Okay. Does that help? <laughs> is it Sean Capri then? No, it's yeah. not. <laughs> um, so I'm getting that because because I like that. But also, I, I think I've, I've said this in the Discord quite a bit. Um, I'm not going to jump to get all the consoles. Like now this gen having all the consoles has really taught me that I can't. Like I just can't keep up as much as I want to, and yeah. I try, and I and I think I do a pretty good job of it. I've played a yeah. lot of games. There's just too many games. There's just yeah, too many. Just too many. There's games. just too many, and it doesn't even matter. Like now, I am basically a two console player now. Like I I play Switch most of the time. Mm-hmm. It's probably sixty percent of my time is Switch. Forty like thirty five percent is Xbox. Five percent is like PlayStation. And now I have Oculus. Like I don't even have time to play all those games. Yeah. You know, so I'm gonna go Xbox. For all of my big AAA third-party stuff, and then switch for all of my Nintendo stuff, and I'm just going to do that, and I'm just going to uh, stay there. Is Kevin going to be getting an Xbox as well? Keep your your game share. That's up to him. On, I don't know. Um, he gets a lot of games, like for me. That's why <laughs> so, he's very smart. Too, <laughs> I think so. it's built yeah. in. Like I think there's a built-in advantage for him to do that. Um, but all, at the same time, I mean, how much longer? Like Xbox said, their games are going to keep playing on Xbox. So like Kevin doesn't have to go anywhere. He can just keep playing. We're playing on PC. True. I mean, that, that's the thing. I was like, oh, I'm probably going to just play most of them on PC. I have Game Pass until 2022 or something like that. Oh, like, God. it's like, yeah. So it's, yeah, like, it's insane. I'm just going to buy the box and plug it in and I'm good. Like, just leave me alone for years at a time. I'm, I'm fine. What about you, Jason? Are you going to buy an Xbox? You're talking, to mis- you're talking to Mr. Frugal here. Yeah, he's like, absolutely I mean, not. absolutely not. Absolutely not. I tried. I, I tried. Yeah. I really did try. I, I loved having the Xbox again, but I found out really quickly I don't have the time to play two consoles. But with you all. upgrading your PC soon, you just play there. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that would be that's my my answer. It's like you know, part of me like with the, you know, I've got this money sitting around. Part of me right now is like, man, having a light would be cool. It's so good, Jason. It's so I much better. Realize. But it's then the I best. Also, I'm like, it's not practical at all. It's just like, it's who just cares about like, practical? Why are you, know? you saying things like practical and responsible? Yeah. I mean, I guess my answer would be my, I'm going to, you know, probably at some point, whenever I know where I'm living in the next six months, I'm, I'll be buying it. I'll be upgrading my PC. So that that's my, you download the Xbox app, you get game pass and it's like, you have the same thing in it anyway. Exactly. You play gears tactics with me. Just have to buy a new Xbox controller. Gears tactics. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) What about you, Garrett? Um, I've been debating a lot, but at the end of the day this year, I don't really think I'm going to get a next gen console just yet. Um, I have my Xbox One X, I got my PS4, and I got a really good PC right now that will probably be more powerful than the Xbox or the PS5. Um, I think I'm I'm really good, especially with the Switch. I have a whole library of games to get through, man. And like another next-gen console is the last thing I'm, I'm thinking about right now. I know the hype is there. I know the spe- speculation is there. It's just my personal thing right now. I have so many games on PC, on Switch, on xbox i need to get through first and my Mm -hmm. xbox one x 
it's going to be just fine this fall. It's, and it sounds like it's going to be just fine next year too. Yeah. You still so, got some time left in there. Ex- and I'm going to just, you know, wait it out for a bundle uh, for either or. Um, I For sure, my PS5 would be a, an exclusive machine whenever it gets there. So, sure. yeah, but not this year. I don't think it will be this year. I'm a poor college student. Just remember that. <laughs> eventually, I'll, eventually, I'll get a PS5 because I'll get everything. But it'll be like right. like this gen. It'll be like Xbox. It'll be three or four years down the road when I get a bundle with like six exclusives and it's cheap. Right. You know, it's like 200 bucks or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We got one more. Last question. Is there something Nintendo has done that you feel everyone loves, but you fully can't understand the hype? Could be a game, character, or system. That's from Shafi. F-Zero? <laughs> I saw your <laughs> reply immediately to that. I gift. saw that yeah. gif, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've never, I mean, I didn't have the game during the time to have the game. And then now having everything else, like, yeah, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand my... That's become a popular thing. Give us F Zero. It's like, don't no. I'm yeah. good. I can live without that. Please put your time into better things than that. It's like the wonderful one of, all over again. It's like that's the game of all the games that we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna will F Zero yeah. back. Like, come on. <laughs> like if I my trolley answer would be Pokemon, but I know I know why people love that, and I understand seventeen million of us love that. to be exact. So. <laughs> <laughs> could I could I say that letting Wonderful 101 come back out again? Oh, <laughs> no. um, I, I, you know, it, it had to be something with like uh, gamepad motion controls. Nintendo. Like, Star Fox Zero. Like oh, that, yeah. You know, yeah. not that everyone loved that. But there's a lot of people that like you get a lot of people that are like, well, you know, Star Fox Zero really wasn't that bad. If Maybe that's one of their projects. It. Maybe they'll kickstart fix Star Fox Zero, and they'll just list all of the tiers that we're gonna no, do I, to fix I, that I, game. I would pay to fix Star Fox. I would pay to fix Star Fox for sure. <laughs> I would play it on the Switch. Yeah, I would try it out. I bet you a lot of people. I wouldn't pay I to port it. No, let's be clear. If they're mm. like, we're gonna do the same thing, absolutely not. But if they're like, we're going to fix it this time, then sure. I'll give you some money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For me, I think some people are going to slap me, especially Caro. It's going to slap me hard. Whoa. She's Uh, not coming to the house party, so you're safe. Oh, there we go. Animal Crossing. Ooh. (laughs) I'm I'm putting it out, man. Animal Crossing. Candidates need not apply. (laughs) Gary, you're in. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. So here's the thing. I've played uh, City Folk and New Leaf on DS and 3DS. I've I put a good amount of time. I'd, I It's not like I put, like, two hours and I'm like, oh, I'm done. I just, I don't know. I Lucas played, throws it. That's what he's yeah, saying. Yeah, exactly. He <laughs> 15 to 20 hours in, I'm like, uh, what's the... What's the point? <laughs> what am I doing? I'm just going to fish and decorate my house? Yes. Like, that's it. That's and, the that's point. It. And then they'll, and like, I come back a month later and a groundhog freaking like, you know, yells at me for five minutes. This is this is not fun. <laughs> Mr. Rossetti's a dick. Uh, and here's the thing, guys. I did pre-order New Horizons. I'm going to give it a genuine shot at this because I, I did get a good price on it. Um, it's not that I hate the game or, or anything like that. It's just like people are obsessed with it and I just don't get it. I just don't get much of it. So, I love forever. that you brought that 
I love that you brought that reaction to the show because I actually think there's a there's a pretty big segment of Nintendo fans out there that are like that. Like, yeah, it's hard to tell Animal Crossing fans that Animal Crossing is still niche. Like it's yeah. it always has been. Yeah, you know, like you know, we had an argument yeah. uh, or not argument, but there was one time we were like ranking IPs, and you tell an Animal Crossing fan like Caroline that it's a B tier franchise, like on oh, the shelf hell. with Yoshi and stuff. They're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but it is yeah. like sales, performance, yeah. legacy. It is. Yeah, I remember like having that. Um, you know, I had to really like sell myself to originally because New Leaf was the first one actually I played and tried to sell myself on to get it. And then once you yeah. you know I dove in, I, I I really enjoyed my time with it. But once you you have that same realization, you're like, wait, so this what? I just do whatever. Do this for two hundred more hours. For, yeah, yeah. There's just no like. There's no pathway here. You there's just no win. Just, there's no nothing. It. Just it's, do it. So ultimately, it's just escapism. I mean, yes. that's the cell. Yeah, you just escape off okay. into this world, and it's and it's it's very chill and it's relaxing, and mm-hmm. that is the reason why I, why I like Animal Crossing. Like I always yes. I always feel yeah. like I have to preface that I'm not an Animal Crossing diehard fan. Like I'm not going to try to mm-hmm. act like I am, but I do like it, and I'm I'm very <laughs> very excited for the new console and I'm very excited for the new game. I can't mm-hmm. wait to play it. I will play it. I will not play it a fifth as long as Rebecca and right. Caroline and Kevin. Like, you know, so fake, fake fan, I guess, if, if, if that's what that makes me. But I will play it. I'll play it for a while because I really enjoyed okay. it. And I'm yeah. hoping the shared island part, I'm going to play some because, I mean, I've got family, kids, and we're wife. Like, we're going to play together. Mm-hmm. I think that'll kind of separate me a little bit from everybody else's. I think I'll be really focused on the multiplayer aspect. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. I, I actually took advantage of it quite a bit with 3DS with the Discord community. Um, I was more active with at the time, and it was fun just to have everyone come over to everyone's town and muck around and do things and trade. We always would, would you know, exchange turnip rates. So that was a big thing. We do turnip, tr- like, oh, my uh, my town's selling turnips really low, and we buy, buy, buy. And then you go, someone else had a special, and you sell them all, and get all the bells. You mm-hmm. know, that's fun. Yeah. Okay. That'll do it for, for this week on the Nintendo Shack. Garrett, thank you so much for dropping by on the Nintendo Shack. Um, I've already pre-committed Ooh. several, several shows to other folks. So, yeah. So we'll have, we'll have <laughs> guests that keep coming. Um, they'll of keep course. coming over the next few weeks, and uh, we'll see where it all shakes out. Nice. And, uh, Thanks for having me, guys. It, absolutely, it was man. Really fun. Really, really fun. Absolutely. So. No, I, I definitely very much enjoyed myself. Um, Garrett, go ahead and plug where people can find to follow you and all that good stuff uh you can follow me on twitter at bland explosion and you can also follow me on twitch at twitch.tv slash bland explosion uh, i stream on the weekends saturday and sunday mornings around 10 a.m to 1 p.m eastern standard time and i play all sorts of rpg strategy rpg games and age of empires so if you like that kind of stuff i uh, drop on in say hello maybe a follow that would be great um, I will continue try. I, I will finish Fire Emblem. That that is on my very very short list. I will get to it, and and I will be streaming it. So if you guys are down to to watch me play it, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's awesome. Very very good. And you already know where to follow me and Jason and all that stuff. So we'll mm-hmm. get out of here now, and we'll just say we'll see you next week. Good night, Kooplings. 